when your grasshopper friends get here, we are going to knock them dead. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones Podcast. We are two brothers. Yes, we are. And we love movies. Oh yeah, we do. My name is Dave Jones and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones and I am the Diggs. And here we are. This is it. This is the this episode is we've been waiting for. This is it. We're talking Bugs Life. Now, the thing about Bugs Life, I think that he was better in Little Rascals, but I thought that American Pie the Naked Mile was also okay. What are your thoughts? What are, who are we talking about? Oh, you're, you didn't watch the documentary about Bug Hall, the kid from that played Alpha uh, Alpha? And... <laughs> Sorry. He was wasn't such... bad in Naked Mile, actually. I did see that one. I did, not, okay. I did not see Naked Mile. I'm not a big fan of it. The kid of who was in Jurassic Park that plays Sledge in the Pacific, he's grown up to have a much better career. Was he in that movie as well? No. Oh. I'm just oh, talking you're child saying, actors like, as far as child actors. Well, speaking of child actors, Hayden Panis here. Uh, she's had a Hello, pretty decent dot. career. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> I know. So much to be said. Um, but we're talking to Bugs Life. This is the second film in the first five Pixar films that we were talking about. Ding. And this was probably, Ding. I think, both of our... Um, Maybe it's not our favorite out of the first five, but I think this is the one we were most looking forward to watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I haven't... This and Toy Story 2, I have not revisited in, in a, a long, long time. time. In long a long time. Long yeah. time. So I was, I was excited to watch this one, and uh, this it, is did life. Not, it did not disappoint whatsoever. Um, there are a few things we could talk about here, but I do want to just start the conversation off by asking Get your feelers you, out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, the, the antennae, as uh, David Attenborough would say antennae, on Planet yeah. Earth. Yeah. David Attenborough says antennae in, in Planet Earth. So wow, I'm dude, go with that, that is crazy interesting, to be honest. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but what do you think is better? Because this is a solid... Uh, example of this trend in Hollywood that has happened a number of times. You know, your Dante's Peaks and your Volcanoes. Oh, and yeah. I know your, you're going to uh, ask. Deep Impact and your Armageddon's, yep. where it's the same movie that comes out. They have to the pit them against each frame. other. What do you like more? Do you like A Bug's Life or do you like Ants? Well, same, I mean, same thing. Ants, I haven't seen in forever. I can only picture the little head of the ant and he's like holding the guy's head and there's like the big war moment against Barbados. the termites. Yeah, Barbados. Gosh, <laughs> um, Danny Glover. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, I loved Ants. I really did, and I think they did a great yeah. job with it. So I would have to revisit that. I wish you wouldn't have even brought it up because now I'm like, dang it, why didn't I watch that before this? So we could actually that'd be a I better mean, talk. I mean, that'd be such a good talk. It um, would be fun to talk about Ants sometime. Maybe we'll do that as a special one. Well, it would just be good to have an episode like Ants versus Bugs Life to do something sometime that's like. Dante's Peak versus Volcano or something like that. Just like putting yeah. a couple head to head. Bugs Life is deserving of its own episode, though. You know, oh, like it's, an, it's incredible. I, I wouldn't incredible. want to do a disservice to the film A Bug's Life by talking yeah. about ants a ton. Um, I'm going to say I haven't seen ants in a long time, but I know the beats of it well enough that I think that this movie is better. A Bug's Life is the better out of the two. I don't yeah. think that there's any way, but ants is very funny. Certain, there's certain scenes in ants that is just uh, a little more maybe entertaining at times. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
There's certain scenes in it, especially it's always just that battle scene that I go back to. The termite battle is craziness. It's wild, and it's wild that it's in a children's. The movie. ants go marching one by one. Hurrah! Hurrah! What is it? No, that's ba- that's correct. Did ba- 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 I know? I was ba- just thinking. Did they? When did Dave Matthews write Ants Marching? Because it's not. Was it used in either of those films? It must have come out after. Mm-hmm. I'd be so good if a bug's life ends just. Well, it would be. It'd be a hell of a lot better than the song that Randy Newman plays at the I end. I know. So that's the thing. Throughout this whole movie, you get a score from Randy Newman. He did the music, <laughs> and it's that so is, good. And the score is incredible. And then at the very end, it's just like, "Hi, my name is Randy Newman. I'm gonna do the credit scene." You know, what the bug? Bad <laughs> bug. And you're like, "Hey, Randy, oh. will you go write a song about a bug for?" us really quick he's like okay jump on the jump on just like, the bug he just i don't know what he was doing with that song but it's you get up so- you take the bug you got a bug you put me in the box spit around the box no bug <laughs> oh man what a silly song at the end but here's another question for you as far as i have numerous questions actually as far as score goes oh boy what do you give it to bug's life or toy story bug's life bug's life Immediately, yeah. I mean, Toy Story is phenomenal, but you do get those like couple little Randy Newman songs in there that are good, and they're just a little whatever. They're oh, fine, I love, but I love Strange this, Things. This movie is it just has no, um, no. This movie just has a strong score throughout, and it starts from the very the opening shot going into whatever Home Tree or whatever it is Avatar. <laughs> yeah, it uh, is. <laughs> yeah, the first scene with Awa was really interesting in this one. Yeah, yeah. I thought Sigourney Weaver did a great job as uh, <laughs> Princess Ada. Flick, Awa has heard you. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a big fan of the score in this one. I think that it's better than Toy Story, to be honest. Um, I I also think that this movie. I think I like this one. I like this Toy movie Story better too. than Toy Story as well. Yeah, and I we Toy haven't Story watched Toy Story too, though. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched that one in a while, so curious to see how that one holds up we'll see but. about that one and monsters inc and finding nemo mm-hmm. these are all good movies all very know. solid movies these first five um so a bug's life though it comes out in 1998 it's directed 98. by john lassiter it's essentially Once the again. same it's pretty much the same team that That's did toy story, toy story right mm-hmm. it's the same guys um it should be said that i think that you can't lose bringing back the mvp crew yeah, no, it's true. It's true. You know, but the thing is about this film is that the animation was a lot more difficult because the scope of it was a lot bigger, right? Yeah, you have yeah. these scenes where there are literally hundreds of characters on screen at a time, and so they had to yep. develop technology to try to replicate and then make little nuanced differences between the ants and all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of work to be done there. I heard something like every frame of this movie took like three hours to animate, which is just insanity to think about how much yeah, time that is insanity. People spent making this movie um but regardless hours yeah (laughs) regardless this one was it i mean it's really good it's all on the screen and for a movie that's made in 1998 watching it now in 2019 looks looks so good man he looks good in whatever he wears he looks good in whatever he wears (laughs) which is nothing for flick um and i that's interesting you just don't really think about that the whole time also did you notice only uh four limbs Oh, yeah, because I guess ants have... Six. Six, huh. Yeah. I wonder who's... Uh, I just bet aesthetically it looked... You know, you look at it and... 
just better. Well, I and, guess you have to so, go to the storyboard. Yeah, in order to make them more of you know characters that are somewhat humanize them. to humans, right? Yeah, you know, the personification of something, and so they, uh, yeah, they decided to go with two two legs and two arms, which is not correct, but it still looks pretty good. The I'll grass, take it. Did the grasshoppers have six? I think I, I think they believe did. so. Slim they had six, but they're so insects, right? They have six legs, uh-huh. um, but they chose not to do that. Same with centaurs. Movie. That's true. That is true. <laughs> for second <laughs> thank you to um, thank you to Zach Harmon. Thank you to just common knowledge, probably. Remember Zach? No, Zach said that on our podcast, and we were like, "Yeah, but they're not insects." <laughs> oh yeah, that I think that there's more to being an insect than simply having a than being uh, a centaur. having six legs. I don't know much about insects, though. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I have heard that they I know do. a lot. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'm sure mm-hmm. you do. These guys roly polyolies. They didn't do a ton of the stuff correctly, as far as ants are concerned. I believe, um, but. Regardless, it's just a movie. It's just fun, and it's a good time. It's just, I'm just a simple caveman. <laughs> Sometimes I want to get out of my BMW and run out into the hills or whatever. It's a Phil Hartman skit from the 1980s Phil Hartman skit. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Always I love suggest it. you look it up. Very good one. Um, also, Andrew Stanton helped direct this movie, who's the director of Finding Nemo. So he's getting his start. I'm understanding why they picked him as director, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. We're finding Stanton, baby. We're not finding Nemo anymore. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but what do you uh what do you think about the actors here? Um well, let's take a look. I think one thing that caught me by surprise last night was Kevin Spacey. That's something that I completely forgot about. Um as soon as the movie started, I went, Siri, find Bugs Life on IMDb. And then I you Oh, know, did you forget that Hopper was Kevin Spacey? I did. Yeah, wow. I, that I, must have I, been a very fun thing to find it out. It was awesome. <laughs> it was really awesome. And then, you know, looking at the cast, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus and, um, you know, Hayden Panettiere, a very young Hayden Panettiere. Is this before or after Remember the Titans? Is This probably, is before. Yeah. Yeah, probably before. I think this might have been her like first role. Don't quote me on that, but. Could have been. Yeah, she's just one of those child actors. Remember but then, the you Titans know, was probably 2002. 2002, right. 2003? I don't think I was something. in high school yet, so it might have even been like 2001. It was pretty early. Could have been um, 2000. Anyway. It could have been 1999. <laughs> um, Bonnie Hunt, somebody I want to talk about a lot. Okay. Um, Dave Foley, I like him a lot. Dave he's Foley's great. kind of an interesting one because I think that he was on the show News Radio, and I believe it's before this Blast from the Past came out. And so he's like, that's like oh, his big yeah. movie play, right? Where he's the he's the best friend to the girl, to, uh, you know, what's her face from Clueless? Why, why can't I think of her name? Alicia Silverstone. Thank you. Um, but he's the best friend in that movie, and he's good in Blast from the Past. Blast from the Past is fantastic one of you know i'm i'm drawing a blank from my past on that movie do you have you do you remember blast from the past brendan fraser uh, alicia silverstone oh uh, yep, yep he yep, like yep, uh, yep. he goes into an underground yeah underground hole bunker thing and then mm-hmm. misses a bunch of stuff and comes yeah goes down in the yada, 60s yada, yada. and he's raised from there so he just has no knowledge of the modern world it's very fun fish out of water kind of like crocodile dundee <laughs> Whoa! Wow, <laughs> the dingoes. I'm a big fan of croc, or I'm a, not a big fan of Crocodile and Dundee. I haven't seen that movie in forever, but I'm a big fan of the, uh, you know, fish out of water. I would have big. I would have been a big fan of the Chris Hemsworth Danny McBride one that they did all those commercials of, but it was just like a joke at the Super Bowl or whatever. I agree, man. I thought that that looked fantastic. I wish that it. Why not been made. make that? 
I know. Yeah. I wish that it would have been made, but they didn't. So, um, unfortunately, there you go. But Dave Foley, I was watching something, and he said that he was very surprised that he even got this role. What do you think? What do you think about the voicing of Flick, though? Do you think that Dave Foley does a good job? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's fine. I mean, I, maybe there was somebody out there that could have been better, you know, a little bit more emotion and stuff. But I mean, there's a couple times like his little laugh, like, the, ha, 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 you know, um, that's what I was going to say, man. I love I, I love his performance the entire time. His laugh is just a bit much it's, for me. Yeah. He lets it yeah, out a lot. Like, and it's like, what is that? What kind of laugh is that? I don't mind it. Um but yeah, and then Dennis well, Leary, you know, Dennis Leary, I love. Oh, Dennis um, Leary's great. I mean, we can save some role. of those guys for their introductions or something right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey obviously gives an incredible performance, you know. Always. I know that he's a controversial figure uh, uh-huh. in the modern world, but regardless, we can still look at his previous roles and appreciate what he did in those. And oh, well, yeah, sometimes you have to separate great... you have to separate people from their private lives and their professional you know lives or whatever or what they've done and um i you know when things like this happen or whatever it's not going to stop me from watching his movies i'm still going to like american beauty a lot i'm still going to like you know house of cards those first whatever seasons i was really into so Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't want to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) well uh but man hopper is i don't know hopper hopper as far as disney bad guys go Woo. Hopper's up there for me. He's, he's up there. He's really good. He's really good. He's one of the... A lot of these movies have... Well, I shouldn't say that. Usually it's not just like one bad guy. A lot of times it's like a force or... I don't know. Well, and I, I will say that about these first five Pixar films. There isn't really too many bad guys in the movie. And at least not in the way that like... They are really the driving force behind the movie. Yeah, they're the bad guy, and it keeps flipping back to them. Yeah, going like what's the bad guy doing? Okay, right now, right, you know, because like Toy Story, it's just you know, it's just the fact that they got taken away from home and Sid. They ended up in a bad kind kid's of hands. A bad, he's a bad guy within the plot, but he's not like the driving force of the entire plot. Story's right? not following him whatsoever. Yeah, and uh, Toy Story Two, Stinky Pete is kind of the same thing. He's uh, you know, the prospector. He's kind of a guy that's the bad guy a little bit. Uh, Randall and Monsters Inc. is probably more so than the others. Um, Finding Nemo, it's just that Nemo got taken by some dentist that wants to have fish in his tank, and he thought he was saving. Finding anyway. Nemo, it's the forces of nature and and mankind. It's kind of like a Wally situation. A lot of the well, never mind. We'll talk about that on the Finding Nemo podcast, actually. Yeah. But and a lot but a lot of it is just outside influences, right? And their effect on whatever world that you're living in at this insect. point. Insect. And yep. and this one, it really is like the most horrifying situation that you can think of. You know, these poor ants have their little ant hill and they're like in the middle of a riverbed and they just have their nice little ant island and they get to live isolated and it's a pretty sweet setup but then it you just have dope. this group of grasshoppers that are forcing them to give them all of their hey, food give us your food or we're gonna give kill you food yeah you're dead squash you i mean it's it's really it's really like a 
great story about the exploitation of a large group of people by a few more powerful, you know, individuals. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's a great story. It's I think touching the on screenplay for this one, you know, it's like when you look at a good screenplay, there's two elements, right? There's good dialogue and there's a good story. And the story is really good in this one. And I think that the dialogue is also very good. The dialogue is well written. And, yeah. you know, and you understand the um, motivation for Hopper. Right? Like this grasshopper, oh, yeah, he has strong motivation to do this, to exploit this anthill so that him and his grasshopper buddies can just stay fed, right? They can just hang yeah. out and they can go there and they can eat a ton and get ready for the rainy season. He's had a hard pass as well. Mom, mom passed away, you know, and stuff like that. He's, he's got, they dive into the, you know, throughout the dialogue, you learn little bits and pieces of information about Hopper and maybe why he's turned into who he is, you know, and he's the, has to be the fearless leader. And he's looking after yeah. his brother, Molt. Oh, boy. Yeah. The dummy. Love. Love Molt, but we're talk- we'll talk about him later. Um, but so let's talk. Let's talk about the intro to this movie. Uh, it starts out incredibly. The score. It's so good. Going into Ant Island. And you love that. You love that they just take that moment to just let Randy Newman take you in to Ant hey, Island. Really and there's yeah. just a couple of great bits there at the beginning, but I'm a big, I'm a big, big fan of the intro to this movie. It really oh, gets, I am you, too. gets you going on too. the right foot. You get introduced to Princess Ada, to Mr. Soil. Ada. Ada. Yeah. Soil. Yeah. Um He's he's doing what about Bob references right here. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. You keep going. No, I mean I, I'm just trying to think of the, the stuff at the beginning is pretty good. They're setting up uh, food for the grasshoppers and getting and everything Flick, you ready. You can tell he's an inventor. You know, he's a he's trying to be a smart bug. He's always thinking. He's creative. So he came up with this device that actually is a great device. You oh, know, it's, it's, it's going to save them a lot of time. But they're all just like, dude, stop. Yeah. Everything we got you the do grasshoppers coming today, you know, and then, uh, yeah, you know, but then it happens pretty quickly. They're talking about the offering, the offering um, stone. Yeah. Yeah. The offering stone. And so they set all the food up there and then pretty quickly you hear the, the buzzing. There's not much that happens in between there. So uh, I think just like the one big thing that happens in this scene is that they set up that princess Ada is kind of like coming into her rule as the queen, right? And so you can tell that she's stressed out and she doesn't think that she's deserving of this position. And that's a good subplot for the movie, right? But the other plot is the character of Flick. And Flick stands for this idea. And I think this is a really interesting idea. And I'm glad that this is the way that they took it with ants, right? Is how do you stand out in a civilization that is based on the sense that there is no individuality? Within the people in this group, right? We're a connected group. Yeah, because like in the grand scheme of things, in ants, like in ant populations, the individual doesn't matter at all unless you're the queen, right? Everything is just in service of the colony. But you have this character of Flick that he is an individual and he's like, I can do good things for everybody and I want to explore my creative self and my inventive self. So anyway, I think it's good. And he gives that adorable little talk to Dot, you know. And Dot is just the cutest. Oh, I mean, I know we already gosh. talked about Panettiere, but she's great in How this film. Her voice is so yeah. cute. It's so adorable. So it, that definitely I think they makes... put some sort of filter on it, too, to make it even higher, probably. You think? Or do you think that's just it? I mean, I maybe she's just... I think that's just, just her voice. 
She's a little light. kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's adorable. Adorable yeah. little voice. Very adorable little voice. Um, but man, so when I was watching this last night, that scene where Flick sets his little invention up on the offering stone and it kicks out the rock and everything dumps into whatever. Oh my pond god, that into is. the pond. It's all gone. You're kinda hoping it falls into like at least just like a little dry place and it's, it's gonna horrifying, be horrifying, dude. Oh it's my god. Horrifying. Gosh. I mean it, that months is months like, of work. Yeah, months of work. And it is all just fallen into the water there. You know, something else that I was thinking about though is that Flick would go down there and be like, I'm really sorry about this, guys. Also, something we should note is that that rock was stacked pretty clumsily on another stack of rocks right yeah, next to a it pond. Wasn't the be- yeah, right in front of a pond on a very high spot that was about to tip over. If a breeze flew in, it's <laughs> yeah. all going to fall so like, anyway. Maybe if somebody's You've at probably fault. probably already like- lost 30% of it, you know, due to wind at night. You just didn't even know <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, it's like... I I take responsibility for this, but I also don't think that I should take full responsibility because that was very carelessly placed. That was not oh, yeah. the best. Yeah, not the best spot. But anyway, I I love that scene though. He freaks out and he runs in. In and the tells end, everybody, he did them a favor by doing that. That's true. I mean, that was the you know that's the spark. It was an accident. Yeah, that's that the lights spark the that fire the, that's gonna. I know. I was gonna do the Force Awakens thing, and then I couldn't quite remember it. But no, it's Last Jedi. That's a spark that'll ignite the fire that'll glow the moon. To is that Last Jedi? There, you're yeah. right. It is Last Jedi. It's Ryan Johnson's like main tagline throughout that whole thing. But it's so long. That one it's didn't so, work for me. We're gonna be the spark that ignites the fire that. For the revolution, restores the resistance. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Either way, it was too long. long. I remember thinking that, like, that's too long to be a tagline. Um, But yeah, man, when he goes down there, though, it's like the situation is so horrible. And when the grasshoppers show up, I mean, it's truly terrifying. Yeah, it is. It is. And because they, they kind of at that point, the ants are extremely weak and simple-minded this is before the end of the movie where they at least gain some confidence at that point they all could have gotten murdered by the grasshoppers like they wouldn't have known what to do you don't know what to do no but uh they they wouldn't have known what to do they, i mean they could have the grasshoppers would have decided to kill them all could they, they kill them all. i don't think that the grasshoppers would decide to do that though because they can't i don't think i you know it's like if they just started offing ants i think that the ants would be like, well, we got to fight back or something, right? You know? And so I think that, like, Hopper's uh, solution is to kill the leader and put somebody else in place, right? I mean, that's just, that's history 101. Just a little, just just kill the leader and put somebody that's loyal to you in charge. Boom. There's just a little ant crawling under, way underneath the anthill, crawling toward a flame that's burning out. It's like, oh no. Was this and a Game also, of Thrones season six finale? Everybody's looking around reference. and just blows up, and then it just shows Hopper in a balcony. It shows Ada. It shows Ada with a glass of wine. No, it'd be Mr. Soil. No, oh yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking Mr. Soil would be the one that's crawling down there. Crawling. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, man, I mean, that's another thing that I was thinking during this movie. And it's like, we're analyzing like a kid's movie, so obviously we shouldn't take it this seriously, but We're I can't dorks. I can't help but notice that like bugs and insects would just be killing each other in drastic and ridiculous ways. Oh, Throughout yeah. this movie, like when those grasshoppers showed up, there's no way that they would leave peaceably. They'd be like, We're gonna at least kill a couple of you. 
kill a couple of you. Yeah, rip a head off or two. You know, or just do something to prove the dominance. Like okay, like he he should have killed Flick for that outburst. Oh, totally. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, Flick would not have lived, right? Yeah, but I mean, regardless, dude. The grasshoppers are so good, though. Like, this is such... Uh, I, there's another moment that I will talk about a little bit later. They're but. well done, man. The animation's great. It reminds me of Starship Troopers, the freaking whatever. That's the, good point, The flying man. ones, you know? It's like, they just pick up Flick and <laughs> fly up into the air and rip him in half. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like, oh! No, one that was them, the, like, the Takes one R. of his little machines and shoots a rock out and hits... <laughs> flick in the face <laughs> i'd expect anybody else to do the same for me <laughs> what's your favorite what's your favorite bug movie this or starship troopers oh i like starship troopers more than this movie i'll i'll, I'll be honest yeah starship yeah starship troopers you know it's like somebody you know gun to my head which one do you want blinked out of existence i'd be like well bugs life i can live without bugs life yeah, <laughs> i can't live without starship troopers i can't live i can't okay no. what's better bug movie this or the fly <laughs> Um, Jeff Goldblum, Fly, no, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. So <laughs> horrifying at the end. Have you seen the Fly? No, not in a long time. We'd have to talk about that one sometime. It's been a long time since I've seen it. the The beast at the end of it is freaking horrifying. Uh, anyway, back to a Bug's Life. Another interesting thing to note, since we're we got Hopper right here, this is like a big point in Kevin Spacey's career. So I find this fun that he's in this movie because this is like the perfect movie to make because I feel like every big actor has to have their one or two animated features that they've done. And so he's just the bad guy in, in A Bug's Life. It's great. I mean, he did like the usual suspects, L.A. Confidential, all before this. Seven comes out the year before this is made. Or no, excuse me, two years before. And then right after this, he does American Beauty. And I think he gets best actor for American Beauty. So. Bye. <laughs> but big oh. moment for him. Um, oh. Man, Brad Pitt's so good in seven. Was it the bugs, man? It's great. Sorry. Had it's to. great. It's amazing. Have to. Um, also, another guy that I really appreciate is Richard Kind, who plays Kevin Spacey's brother, Molt. And he yeah. is fantastic. And the ants or the birds eat the grasshoppers. Do you remember that? When that grasshopper almost ate you, <laughs> he goes on this annoying. Don't, don't say that. He's like, I will kill you if if our mom is when they do the mom thing. I will kill you. No, okay. no, remember my. So remember my. Hey. <laughs> it's so funny. He's such a good. I love that guy, dude. He shows no, up. Man, and just, the dialogue's great. He yeah, shows up no. in random stuff, too. Like, he's the cousin on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and he's great. Yeah. He also plays Bing he's Bong funny. in Inside Out. <laughs> he's good man bing bong he's good he's very good but so essentially what happens is hopper tells them that they have to create or they have to make twice the food everybody's screwed and everybody's pissed at flick so boom there you go leave her alone oh and he's he's the one ant that stands up for everybody right he steps out of line and he but then he backs back in the line mm-hmm. he cowers he's not down. brave enough yet yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you would too in that situation. I Nobody else is going to have your back. You would have gotten smushed right there. His life would have been ended. I would have. No, you wouldn't. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the next plot point is that they decide to send Flick to go get warrior bugs to pretty much. Well, yeah, get he him. makes that idea. And then they're all like, oh, my gosh, this is an idea to get this guy the heck out of here. <laughs> yeah, because they're well, thinking he prob- he's probably just going to die. Like he'll die on this trip. So live now. And never never come, back. come back. Yeah. So he, you know, yeah, he gets his, I love his little pack 
in his oh, little man. And, they, dun, 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 dun. and you do get that nice little orchestral cue right when he's leaving. The, bah, 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 doing the song at the end, yeah. the once a bug, not once a bug. Once a bug, I was a bug. <laughs> um, I, it's much I better when it's too. just, just uh, the orchestra, but... It's true, yeah. I like the cheers too. That like he thinks they're cheering for him, but they're cheering. Right, yeah, the yeah. Ir- oh, irony. Right. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm the man." <laughs> Everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, <laughs> it's it's so it's such a good such a good moment. And, and little dot and the little the the bunny. My bees, dad thinks you're called? gonna die. You know all that stuff yeah. is very fun. But um, one of the best moments of the whole movie, though, is when he gets on to. The little dandelion seed and flies off. Yeah. It's great, man. It's such a cool little thing. And then he smacks it. Very clever. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. But it does make sense because it's there's this giant like wasteland that's surrounding them that for however many months out of the year. I'm assuming where do you think this movie takes place? Like state or country wise? Midwest, somewhere. You think? I don't think it's California. It could be California. I guess it's dry and it's all dried up. Yeah, it's a very, it's a natural isolated area. And I, I don't think that that riverbed is like, you know, a major river by any means. I think it's like the runoff from something like a stream, you know, because yeah. it's, it's still fairly small. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. I it, would love to know where it takes place. Well, the thing is, so I was looking into it and um, as far as country wise, all of the bugs that are in this film um, are bugs that are in the United States that can be in the United States. So it could be in the United States, could be anywhere else, but I do kind of like how they make it just, they don't, you know, we don't need to know what state or anything yeah. that it's in. Yeah. If it's in the United States, there maybe. could be something in like the city when you go there and all that stuff, there could be some reference to where they are. Well, I think it might be America because there are like American products, right? I, and obviously, I, I, American I, products are everywhere. I know it's but in America. I would guarantee it's in America. I'm just yeah. curious what state it's in. My idea, I, I was thinking American Southwest. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. The topography is just fantastic at the American Southwest. That's a line oh from my the gosh, office wheel barrel. Um, but the, um, anyway, but it's a great scene. I love them. What do you think of Bug City? Love it. Big Love fan? Love when he gets there. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, it's cool. Whoa, the city! The score is so good, too. Yeah. What's your favorite moment when he's walking in? Because there's a lot of things that happen in Bug City when he goes in. I think mine is, uh, mine is the cricket. Rubbing his legs. Kid pulled my wings off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Little violin legs. You're playing with the world. It's an easy joke to make. It's great. Yeah. So I yeah, there's know. a lot of that. There's like the little mime next to him too. Yeah, the little mime centipede is very funny. I love uh, that. Yeah, it's the slug. Hey, I said no salt. That's very funny. Uh, Bloody Mary, O positive, and then he sucks yeah. it up and passes it uh, like he's drunk or something. Yeah, I like that part. Uh, Daddy Long Leg walking over him. Huge Dude, Daddy Long Leg. Huge Daddy Long Leg. That'd be very terrifying. I only got scary. 24 hours to live. I ain't gonna spend it here. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good scene. <laughs> you know, that's another thing though that I was thinking about when I was watching this is that there would probably be so many times where Flick like looked over and there's just like a spider just eating the crap out of some poor flyer. <laughs> 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 like, Sorry, man. Do. Like that's the thing is that like most bugs are carnivorous you know what i mean yeah. like ants yeah. eat the food around them 
But they also, like, you know, at the ending when we have the grasshoppers, they would have totally killed a grasshopper and there would have been, like, 18 ants a just feast. sitting there devouring him. You know, yeah, like, when he's like, to the cannon, it would have been like, rip his legs off, let's eat him. Yeah, rip his legs <laughs> off, let's start a fire. <laughs> let's eat this Seed guy. hopper's head. <laughs> but I mean, I regardless, it's it's fun. It's a kid's movie, so they're not going to play in any of that. Um, but I do. And I, that's okay. And that's okay. Oh, it does switch to the uh, it does switch to the circus like fairly quickly, right? Really there. quick. It goes to that and it shows because it shows it shows Flick going into Bug City and then it sidelines to the circus. PJ something. Oh, PT. PT Flea. PT yeah. Flea, kind of making fun of like the PT Barnum or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's you know. Ho ho ho! Welcome. To the circus. I don't know. I don't have a specific line. No, no, no. I'm well. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of like. Uh, oh yeah, that's because I thought it was really interesting when they go to PT Flea, you know, and it shows him like introducing, and then all of a sudden you hear the whoa, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you're waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should seriously do a freaking cut of like the Greatest Showman mixed with all the scenes from A Bug's Life. It would be incredible. I never saw the Greatest Showman. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, shoot, man. Greatest Showman's actually so good. I mean, it's very... It's very, like, new age musical, where there's parts of it that are hard to take seriously. But I really... I do really like a lot of the songs in it. and There's some good moments. There's some really good stuff. But regardless, P.T. Flea, voiced by John... P.T. Fleet, voiced by John Ratzenberger, who is yep. in every single Pixar film. Um, and he has a bigger role than he does in most does. of them. He's great. He does, yeah. And yeah, I got love stuff. I love the flea. He's Who's very he in Toy funny. Story, the pig? Yeah, he's ham. He's ham. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, because Don Rickles is potato head. Yep. So he's, he's great. But, I mean, this assortment of the... Uh, the clowns, you know, the uh, the circus bugs, spider. You got the they're they are praying all mantis, so butterfly, good. yeah, caterpillar, I mean, ladybug, stick bug, and two roly poly olies. <laughs> roly poly olies. <laughs> Those were my favorite when I was don't younger. You just dude. Say, don't you just say roly polies? Roly poly olies. That's no, you. That's smolioles. You're mixing those two together. No, roly poly olies. <laughs> That's what they're called, David. I call them pill bugs. Read a book for once. Holy <laughs> no. is the most common name in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they are. Do you think that the sizing is appropriate? I think that everything works out pretty well. I feel like those roly polies are think too small. I think they should have. Well, I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, no, they're probably about the size of the ladybug, if not a tiny bit bigger. Yeah. No, I guess. But they're, they're Taller, just so small. Yeah. But they're thinner. Yeah. Either way, they're they're great. All of like, I mean, those two characters are very funny. Um, Manny, Manny the praying mantis. I'm a big yep. fan of. He's very funny. Big fan. I, I don't know who the guy is that does his voice. He didn't look very familiar to me. He, I think he uh, did a Star Trek or something, didn't he? He was a yeah. voice on something. He's something. Yeah, I, I looked at him too. I don't know who. Oh he no, is. he was in. He was in Lost in Space. He was one of the characters. In oh. Lost in Space. anyway, whatever. Um, but. He's he's fine, uh, but I mean, you know, you got to give it to Dennis Leary as uh, Francis, Francis, and David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde as Pierce Slim is slim because yep. they they are so funny. They yeah. are so they're the, wi- they're the wittiness of the they're whole the crew. witty. Yeah, and I am always comfortable going back to any of their scenes in this film. Um, also, Joe Ramped as Heimlich. Heimlich is good. He's not as 
he's not quite as effective now that I'm older. I loved him when I was he little. He was so funny when I'm boysenberry. Yeah. But now, I mean, now he's fine. He's fine. I'm a beautiful butterfly. Those scenes. You know, it's silly stuff. It's silly, but it's very fun. Come save me, mom. <laughs> Who's Cedric, your boyfriend? Yeah. Uh, and also, your girl, Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt, baby. Back from Beethoven. <laughs> I love Bonnie Hunt, man. She's the, um, she's the, she's the mom. Let's in scroll Beethoven, through right? this. What was that? Yeah, she, she's the mom from Beethoven. Let's scroll through oh, this. She's Jumanji, in, she's, she's in. in the Green Mile. Return to me. She's funny in Return to me. She's dude. She's that. she's got an extensive. Uh, she was in Cheaper by the Dozen. She's in. She's just in a lot of those movies that kind of skate right by. I, I mean, I guess not the Green Mile. Oh, but like Jumanji. You know what it is? She's the older sister in Jerry Maguire. Yeah, man. She's See, good. She, she has all these roles that are just so great. You know, she's always been around and she's such a strong actress. No, she's great, her. man. And she, you know, she's never the leading lady, her. but she's always supporting cast and she always does a fantastic job. Hold I'm on. A, there's a Jonas Brothers video on the IMDb here. Just let me finish this. Just really watch that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's wedding. Here, wait. There's just a little it's Jonas Brothers. and Nick's, Nick's wedding. Here, let me. I just oh, want to watch the ceremony really quick. Brad Garrett as Dim, who is very good. Yeah, yeah, He's, yeah, man, yeah. Dim's good. I think Dim should have been a little bit. Brad bigger. Garrett's great. Everybody loves Raymond. It's true. That's probably his one highlight. Yeah, but then exactly. he's done a lot of voice work. Yeah, you know Dennis Leary's kind of funny for this one though. I mean, like it's a know, strange cast. Dennis Leary, like the perfect. Well, I mean, cast. what do you think when you think of Dennis Leary? I think of Demolition Man, and then there's a movie called The Ref that I saw where he like takes a family hostage or something. But I mean, I, I mean, he's in a ton of stuff. Amazing Spider Man, he's in. I mean, that's more recent. Him. I don't know where he is at his career in this one, but he's he's good. He's very good. So he's this, had a successful career. He know, yeah. I mean, he's he's a, he's a guy that I know his name. You know, exactly. Like before, him and, when, dude, him, him and Kevin Bacon are the same freaking guy. <laughs> they do look very similar, and, and they've had a different. similar career. As far as being kind of, you know, in the background, I guess. Like, it's not like they're having their... Because Kevin Bacon... He's had his stuff, though. He had Hollow Man. He had Tremors. Well, Kevin Bacon, I mean... Well, Kevin Bacon, it's like you got your Footloose, and then you have your um, Tremors. And they're like, can we make Kevin Bacon work as a leading man? And then you're like, no, mm. probably not. <laughs> well, let's try one more time with Hollow Man. Nope. He's got, <laughs> yep. He's got a, well, it's closed. <laughs> Hollow Man, yeah. Hollow Man, he works very well. Because Kevin Bacon is kind of, you know, because River Wild, he's the bad guy, right? I watched that scene the other day, actually, from Hollow Man, where he turns just on, like, a YouTube binge and saw that scene where he freaking goes hollow. They're remaking Hollow Man, I guess. Ugh. Was it the, like, um... When they're pumping him and it's, like, it's kind of working. No, no, yeah, yeah. I remember because it goes through and it's, like, you see his skeletal system and you see his veins disappear and then suddenly... Everything disappears until it's just a little skeleton laying there and then all of a sudden that... How does Hollow Man work, though? I mean... It doesn't. Well, like, does he drink or eat anything in that movie? How do they handle that? You know what I mean? Would you see... Does As soon as he ingests something, does it then become part of his body? (laughs) Open up the bathroom (laughs) and the door, nobody in there, go to sit down. Hey, somebody's in here, man. (laughs) Whoa. I mean, I'm kind of... Curious though, it's like, would his pee be invisible? I don't know. If he bled, does he bleed? I think that's a part of the movie. Did they cut him and then he's bleeding? 
Yeah, that's that has to be something. Maybe I feel we, like I remember something hollow man because should, I don't remember I think how they cut him and then they're like they're like following the, the trace of his blood, you know, like seeing where he went. I feel like no, that's you're thinking something. of Harry Potter with the unicorn blood. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I, will, I can 100% swear I'm not thinking no, of no. the unicorn blood. Uh, we should go to let's do a Kevin Bacon series. Every single movie he's it ever can been be in. called Bacon and Eggs and we'll do a morning thing. Every time, and we'll have breakfast, and we'll do it. Should we just do an entire? Should we just do a spotlight on Kevin Bacon sometime? Just a whole episode I'm in. on the films. Of well, Kevin Bacon? I would love to do that with several actors: Brendan Fraser, Kevin Bacon, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is probably. If we're going to do that, I think that Brendan Fraser is Got probably to. the guy that deserves it the most. There Willie are also, Smith. There are movies like The Mummy where I would love to cover The Mummy. I would love to I would like to do The Mummy as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, I hey, guess we, we'll talk about this off the air. Yeah, we, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> Divulging we the secrets. to a bug's life. Um, but the circus is fun. Circus. Can you tell me... The well, I mean, there's a couple funny moments in the circus. You know, the flies. I only got 24 hours to live, and I ain't gonna waste. I got 24 hours to live. I love that guy. He's very good. Um, <laughs> but well, how does how does Flaming Death go? <laughs> you- Flaming Death. <laughs> so it's supposed love, to go. I love because PT just goes Flaming Death. Yells it. And he's just so into it. And everybody Lights stops. the match. But well, he's the matches also- are gonna do something. The cat. It's gonna shoot the caterpillar at at it. You're gonna shoot the caterpillar at the the thing, but she's gonna build the web in time to stop him. It's the roly polies that are gonna be shoved into the thing yeah. that's gonna be oh, shot. Oh, it's the caterpillar that's gonna jump on the roly poly Oli. Thank no, you. the caterpillar Thanks. is it, Heimlich is running the timer. I think along with maybe Slim and well, somebody's Francis. oh the the big the big dim. yeah the big dim is gonna jump dim on the that. rhinoceros beetle he's gonna jump on the thing shoot the roly polies out and it's up to the spider what's the spider's name other than bonnie hunt should we Rosie. just should we just refer, oh it's Rosie. okay um so let's bonnie, refer to her as bonnie hunt yeah, yeah let's, let's go bonnie hunt, hunt. That's <laughs> that sounds better <laughs> but yeah and she's got to stop him the whole the way that that whole thing transpires is so funny to me I was like, well, what happens? How did how does it go wrong? So he lights it. Oh, the two guys are fighting. The two little guys get in a fight. Yeah, yeah, and they bump into each other, and who bump? And then they bump into somebody else. They bump into PT, and then PT flies into the thing. Maybe is that what happens? He lights the match, and then yeah, they bump into him. The match is light. He flies through the thing. Because right. he's like right near them, so he gets shot. She's not done building the web yet. So then, but the they bump into the 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 bell, right? And the bell goes yeah. off in like two seconds, so she has barely any time. To oh, do and it. caterpillar was like, because it's supposed to be fifteen yeah. seconds, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think it's so funny though. How I think it's PT, great too. PT gets out and he is like, <laughs> he gives I that little it. laugh and, and this thing just burns and just burns him. It's great. Great moment, and then um, some happens. They all get into a fight or something. Um, you're talking about some guys. At the bar? Yeah, this is when Flick walks into the bar, and there's some guys. Yeah, saying it's, something it's the to Ladybug. Ladybug, Ladybug, fly away home. Yeah, come on, get up and fight like a girl. <laughs> Don't worry, they say. Yeah. Um, there's also the funny bit with Francis saying, "Just because I'm a lazy Ladybug, I have to be a girl or whatever." Um, I enjoy that part of the movie, but. 
Yeah, the, the guys come and pick a fight with them, and then they do the Robin Hood bit in which Slim is also constantly complaining that he's always used as a prop, and yet again, he's like, what part can I play? He's the sword. Yeah. <laughs> he's the sword. Um, but whatever. Then they, they knock get, the tin can, the the can rolls. rolls. Okay, so Flick obviously asked them to be, you know, well, to help him out or whatever. One thing I wanted to note right before this is when Flick walks in, he's like, whoa, that was amazing, and does that whole thing. There's a bunch of, like, a ton of insect bodies. This is exactly what I was going to bring up, dude. There's a ton of dead bodies just sitting there. Like, were a bunch of insects just killed? everybody in that bar? It seems like everybody's dead. That's what I was wondering, because there there are literally at least 25 bodies. Yeah. You know? No, like, like, they're they're piled up, man. There's no way it's under 25. There are so many bodies piled up that they're sitting on top of. I mean, maybe they're just knocked out, but, I mean, hey, if they're all dead, then that's realistic, because bugs die pretty easily. You know? Yeah, people die pretty easy too. You know, if we're all in a freaking tin can rolling around, yeah, a lot of people are gonna die, snapping yeah. axe and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Jeez, dude. I mean, you didn't have to go that far, but yeah. Um, calling it like it is. That's what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking, oh, talking snap. bags of meat here. Um, oh gosh. Um, but it moves kind of quick right after that. They, I mean, they talk for a second. And then they go, I mean, they're pretty much back to Ann Island pretty quick. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They're back to Ann Island, and they land, and everybody's very surprised. Um, I do like how dim, when they're landing, it sounds like a helicopter. A helicopter. You did the chopper. Yeah, that was cool. That's that's very yeah. cool. So, that was tight. Yeah. That was tight. And I also really like the way that they all transport each other, right? You've got, yeah. like... Uh, Francis carrying Slim, and then you've got Dim carrying Heimlich, and then the other two are following because they can fly. It's fun. I think yep. it's, it's a good and two roly polyolies on top. Well, and the choice of bugs is fun too. You know, it, it, just everything. I'm sure there was a lot of thought that went into that. Yeah, you know? like what's perfect. I mean, the rhinoceros. I would beetles. love to be at that table just to get to sit. You got coffee. You know, they're bringing you in whatever snacks you want. I'm sure somebody brought donuts. Karen from you know wherever brought donuts, so you're excited. And then you get to sit in a room for six hours and talk about what bugs should we put in this movie. That'd be incredible. Best job in the world. Best job I ever had. No, I mean, I bet that that's one of the funnest things, especially with these Pixar and kids movies. Just just sitting there. It's your job. You, you know, can be you're so like, lighthearted. Yeah. And you're like, what would work best? You know, and just even coming up with the plot line that like grasshoppers have taken advantage of an anthill. And are subjecting them to their. You'd be you know, like, yeah. You're like, that's a good idea, dude. There'd okay. be one guy that's so jacked on the grasshoppers. <laughs> right. I would be. Yeah. No, totally. I'd love to be that guy. Totally. We got Kevin Spacey as Hopper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and I guess that. Um, was it? Uh, no, no, no. Different movie, actually. Atta. I'm looking into the wrong Pixar movie. Um, but it's it's all good. It's all very exciting. And they get back to Ant Island, and everybody's very surprised that he actually came through with them. Um, I think the biggest part, the biggest moment of this scene is Francis makes his speech, right? When your grasshopper friends arrive, we're going to knock them, uh, them dead. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's that's a moment from the trailer. I remember seeing that when I was little and being like, I cannot wait for that movie. <laughs> to see some grasshoppers <laughs> freaking die. so excited for that You went movie. out and smushed a couple grasshoppers immediately after that. Yeah, probably. I mean, we had so many grasshoppers out at our old house. Unfortunately, watching this movie, it made me reflect on how many bugs I've killed in my life. We used to put, I used to put fireworks and things in anthills all the time. Yeah, you know, and I have, you know, I have difficulty. Well, maybe not so many fireworks. We would put the smoke bombs in there. Mm -hmm. Smoke Mm -hmm. them out. I don't feel good about it. I really don't. But I don't know. That was, I mean, there's genocide. 
there were so many kids. We all we all did that sort of stuff. Like there's and, kids doing it right now. I guarantee I'm there's. Sure. I'm sure. What seven hundred kids in the world smushing ants right now? Probably more. There's probably. I don't know. Over a thousand. There could be up to ten thousand kids right now in this moment smushing an ant. Uh, I don't know. It seems. It's a sunny well, day. Stepping on it's ants. I nice bet that there's like millions of people that have stepped on an ant within Whee! the last like twenty minutes. Yeah. But like actually, you know, killing an anthill or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know how many there know. is out there. That's a pretty low percentage. Yeah, that probably But is we did it. I did. I did it more than once, a couple times. I did it sure. a lot. Yeah, and you know, I even did the magnifying glass too. I did the magnifying glass we when I was younger. Go. <laughs> I mean, this is getting. <laughs> I did that. I feel real. Bad. <laughs> I don't have to admit all of this, man. <laughs> I uh, this one's against a human being. I uh, <laughs> it's like, geez, man. All right, buddy. <laughs> allegedly, um, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> I have a worn out for totally nonviolent crime. Mercy Street guys. Mercy Street guys. Super, super bad line. Um. No, but uh, they. I think that the the funny the, one of the funny scenes is the little kids making the reenactment of the warriors battle. Die, die, die! <laughs> so good. And we drew one of you dead so, because he told <laughs> us it would be more whatever. dramatic. Our teacher said more it would dramatic. be more dramatic, and it's just Heimlich. <laughs> Heimlich just cut in half Ripped and in dead. Half. Oh gosh. Do you think that those that these circus bugs actually could take the grasshoppers? I mean, uh, yeah, I don't see why not. You know, I, I don't think just that small group of them, but the circus bugs and the ants. Oh, yeah. Well, the ants can easily can. annihilate them. Yeah. I'd say circus bugs plus flick. Plus, I don't think probably. No, he's got some smart ideas. So, Dave, we learned that <laughs> through the whole movie. That's true. He could make up some sort of invention that would you know, really do something. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. That'd be a close battle. Close it'd be, battle, yeah, it'd be, I think. It'd be tough. But regardless, they find... And so the the next scene where they rescue Dot from the bird is like... Yeah, one yeah, of the, the coolest bird scenes, scenes good. in the whole movie. I mean, that's like, that's probably a big pitch for the movie, to be honest, don't you think? Is yeah. them rescuing Dot and that whole uh, plan to save her. Oh my gosh. It's so mm-hmm. well orchestrated too. And like mm-hmm. when Dot's down there, um, Francis catches her out of the air and then falls, breaks his leg or whatever. And then the bird is just sitting there like smashing into the boom, ground boom. trying to get there. Yeah. And I love how, you know, it's like in, in, an, in a similar Pixar movie, there could be a Pixar movie about birds, right? But in this one, the bird is just the absolute horrifying monster. And I, 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 and I just love that. I love how they, how they do that. Oh, you're talking about Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul? That's not Pixar, but yeah. Um, that's a really good idea, though, man. They should make a... They should make a I mean, bird. I think it'd be Because fun. it's like they have the secret life of pets, and they'll show, like, the pigeon that's like, oh, you know, just like, or like, Finding Nemo, mine, mine. But like, yeah, having a tribe of asparagus, but they're, you know, um, <laughs> is there, those are the two guys in the room. Is there a bird movie other than Legends of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul? <laughs> to say the whole name every time. Why, yeah, <laughs> Owls of Gahul. Um... <laughs> <laughs> gruel um yeah I, I, there's not and i think it'd be cool to do something like blue jays or like the robin or something like that you know little family and they're struggling against i don't know uh, who would be there's the a, villain and there's another a pixar species sh- there's a pixar short that they did that was really that was about birds i remember but now i mean i i think that that 
that would be a good idea. Freaking just called bald eagle. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Eagles. Yeah. Eagles. No, that's that's a good idea, man. I, I, I like that. Um, Having but, like a bear in there and stuff like that, you know? Or something like that. Like birds, but like, you know, bald eagle like flying around. There's like a bear eating like fish and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It would probably, we'll to be honest, it would be a movie about eagles, and then there would be like the entire plot would be about like deforestation and how their natural habitat is being ruined by you know like yeah, it would have to be like a Wally type thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's a good idea though. I mean, it would it would be a fun movie. I would love to see a birds Pixar movie. Um. The bird scene is cool, though, and I love the escape. Is there anything else in that scene? I mean, like the Heimlich thing where he is about to, he's offering himself up his live bait. And I know, they just think they're so cool. To, and he yeah, just he's like, not. he's like, ah, he just couldn't fit through the crack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the motivation for them to stay, right? Because the ants love it. The ants eat that up, and they're applauding them. And so they're like, eh, we could stick around for a while here. And Francis is wounded, so he has to go down there. And... Yeah, I mean, gosh, what a great story this is. It could pretty uh, pretty soon they flash back to the grasshoppers back at their own lair. So they actually so they go through the entire construction of the bird. Yeah, up until and so when they finish constructing I like that. the bird, take your marks, then and it, they go to the it all falls perfect. And I was actually thinking yeah. about that because Hopper comes in at the beginning and then he disappears for quite a while. Like Kevin Spacey's actually not in this movie. A ton. Not that much. There's a solid like half the it's movie. Probably top in. build though. <laughs> I think he is. He's first listed on. He's first listed on IMDb. And he's not IMDb here for me. It's Dave. Dave Foley's top. On yours. Yeah, but I'm just looking at the cast. I, I don't. I don't know if this is. This oh. isn't like the main page. Oh, oh no, it is the main page. On me. On for mine. It's Kevin Spacey, Dave Foley, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, which seems yeah, about that's right. mine too, except seems for about David. Right. For about right. Yeah, yeah, should be. Julia uh, Louis Dreyfus should be top probably for everything she's yeah, done. Yeah, I mean Dave Foley, incredible. Not really bringing the people in at this point. Yeah, I don't she think should anybody's top Dave. like, oh gosh, I can't wait to see that guy from Blast from the Past. <laughs> oh man, I loved that role. I can't believe they got him. Yeah, but I mean, because this is like peak Seinfeld too. You know what I mean? So Julia oh, Louis yeah, would have been hot right now. Well, is it peak Seinfeld? This is ninety eight. When did Seinfeld? When when was Seinfeld? I think last it, I think Seinfeld was ending around then. Yeah, this is like this could have been after the finale. It could have been. It could have been. I don't know. Starting when did Seinfeld start? Nineteen ninety. Uh, no, it was eight. No, you're right. Nineteen ninety, and it ended in nineteen ninety eight. Wow, good call, dude. Very nicely done. I wasn't guessing. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I know hey, all this stuff. You nailed that. Um, but, she said. <laughs> sorry, but they, uh, they end up building the bird because it's Ada's idea. She's like, even Hopper's afraid of birds. I remember I that know. line where he's like, she's like, it seems like everybody's waiting for me to, and he says, screw up. And I remember thinking screw is a bad word and I couldn't believe it. Oh they yeah, said yeah. In this movie, you know, but yeah. they're swearing all the time in ants. So it doesn't even matter. It's interesting when, yeah, when I was younger, man. There's a lot of words, you know. That you, you I yeah, said, you're, you're surprised. I said a lot of, I just said a lot of dumb words. You know, it's like that Enterprise, or not Enterprise, I think it was a progressive commercial, like, shut the front door, you know, all that stuff. I don't know what I'm talking, anyway. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what you're Feel free to talk about like over here. <laughs> you know, uh replacing bad words with funny sayings. Is it was an orbits commercial, dirty mouth. That's it. Sorry. You dirty son of a banana. I don't know. Uh, dirty son of a bug. Uh, bug. whatever. Um, but they're building the bird, and that's I mean, is there anything you I, I do love when the little kids run in and it convinces the bugs to stay because there's applause, they get the autographs. Uh, all that sort of stuff is very cute. Everybody yeah, keeps yeah. referring to Francis as a woman, even though he is evidently a man. A man. So that's kind of funny. Um, but the construction of the bird is cool. It's absolutely ridiculous. Never could happen, but it's still cool. Um, Not possible. <laughs> made me almost turn it off. <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, like the line where you know, it's a really good scene is when they are showing them describing how they're going to do it and it goes yeah. from flick explaining it to them then manny explaining it to you know the royalty and the council or whatever however their political scheme is set up and then ada explaining Atta it to the on entire, the field right yeah, yeah yeah if our ancestors could build this anthill we can certainly build this we can bird. build this bird yeah it's great well this is when this is when the good the goods start getting better um, yeah this movie really takes off here the the dialogues uh, or the dialogue throughout the rest of this film is really good. A mm-hmm. lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a couple things about the next scene with the grasshoppers. Um, looks like they're having a great time. They've got their own like little resort, and this actually does support my thesis that they are um, that they are in the American Southwest because they've got you know like sombreros and all sorts of stuff. So. One yeah, would I can see this like maybe like New, of like Mexico, Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah, something like that. Um, somewhere around there. Looks like there's a lot of sunshine, dried up river. Mm-hmm. You know, because and who then, knows how then, far they're traveling? Not far. Well, when it rains, it kind of seems like flash floody. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, not really. Obviously, they're ants, so all this rain is gonna look a ton. But um, yeah, I think we're onto something with that. Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. Um, looks like the guys are having a good time, uh, but you get one of this is one of my favorite um, moments in the movie is those three guys sitting there talking to Molt, talking about how they don't really want to leave and maybe we don't need to go back, blah, blah, blah. And so they're like, you could be you're like the vice president. You should go tell him. And they go upstairs and or he goes upstairs and Hopper's getting massaged and he's like, I had an idea. <laughs> why don't why should we go to, back to Ann Island at all? And hopper gets up and he's so angry and he's like i'm sorry i don't know what i'm saying they were talking fancy to me i got confused <laughs> i got confused and then, but then hopper does a good little monologue i forget exactly what he says but he's like he eventually he's like yeah boys we're not going back we order another round because we're staying here and what about that but there was somebody that one ant that stood up to me yeah, yeah. he's just one yeah. ant so is it okay if one ant stands up to us or whatever? And right. he does that and then yeah. he does the picture this and starts pulling the seeds out of that right. thing or that hurt? This is No. And then no. he throws another one. You kidding me? Yeah, how you about this? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Just rips Crushes him and kills him. Gosh, I know. I love that, that he actually kills those couple grasshoppers as like a demonstration to the rest of them. Like, no, we're doing this. I'm in charge, and this is what we are doing. It's good, yep. man. And it's and it makes him a bad guy. You know? Yep. That's his bad guy scene. 
And then you almost think that they're just going straight there. I think that they are. I think that I mean, that, yeah, they, that scene, but it's like the, the next scene is like all of a sudden there's buzzing in the air, but it's just the circus. It's just PT Flea coming around the corner. Yeah, but I mean, it's still taking place over about 24 hour period. So maybe oh, well, that was probably evening. They get a good night's sleep and they leave in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And then the grasshoppers show up like later that day or something. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it takes place pretty quickly there. But yeah, man, I'm I'm a big fan of Hopper. I'm a big fan there. too. It's great. Yeah, me too. It's great. Me too. Um, they find out yeah, about the, them. Whatever, whatever. Circus. Moving. Everybody's disappointed. You're they just do circus have the little, They do have the party, which I think is cute, and everybody's loving on Flick and Flick and Ada have their little relationship. I don't. know. I mean, the, do you think the rose? The oh man, what is that? Sorry, I just had to freaking remind myself what that actual little score is that's playing because it's like the guy sitting there blowing into a couple twigs that have been hollowed out and it's a giant contraption to make music regardless. Do you believe in the romance between Ada and Flick? I think Ada is a little bit... I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if I like really grasp onto it until the very end. And then I'm like, all right, they're together. That's cool. Um, but she was a she does apologize. And so that makes sense. But she was a pretty big jerk to him. And so but, but he she was a pretty also, big idiot. He really was. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> and if you were queen, you'd kick him out, too. So I think it's all understandable. And then all of a sudden she sees in him like, wow, this guy is actually pretty hot um but this guy is you know doing a lot for us he cares about us you know right it's not just about you know it's at first it seemed like he was just being an idiot and being one ant besides the group but the moral of the story is he cares about the group and he's just trying to do his best to make the group survive yeah no so i think that's a good that's a good point too is that he, yeah he does care about the group as a whole a lot more than most probably do right then all of and, them yeah they're all you know, just going with the flow also, I mean, out of the ants that are there, he looks exactly the same as all of them. So, I mean, as far as looks go, he's covered. There's the one ant in the beginning that a leaf falls and he can't even get around it. I mean, a lot of these guys are morons. There's not enough <laughs> pickings. <laughs> for, yeah, it for seems her. like pretty slim pickings. And like, she's like, stand, well, that guy's kind of smart. He stands out at least a little bit. So I guess I'll just roll with him. That's fine. Um, we, if we made it through the twig incident of 93, yeah, exactly. we can make it through this yeah, or whatever. It's good. Um, what was I going to say? No. Oh yeah. But, uh, I was looking up, I was looking up how anthills actually run. And for the most part, most of the ants are actually female and male ants mm. like only exist to impregnate the queen and just keep her producing eggs and more eggs and more eggs, which, and then the males usually die shortly after they you know, not a bad on. life. Is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Go out on a high note, I guess. Personal <laughs> friends with Tom Skerritt. Um, um, so anyway, I just thought that was that's interesting. Ted. So it's not quite yeah, um, related. That is interesting. Yeah. Well, a lot of these things, it's usually, yeah, kind of goes the other way. What's what's with bees? Is it is it just the queen and then there's a bunch of males? Mm, that's... 
I think it might be the similar scenario. I think they might mostly be female, and then the males simply exist to impregnate the queen. Is that how it, all creation is? Are we only just... That's why I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we're just seed. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> uh, no, um, I mean, yeah, anyway. hey, praying mantis, uh, Manny's lucky because praying mantis, actually, the females... Um, they breed with the male and then they kill the male. They eat them. Wait, the female breeds with the male and then the female kills the male? And eats it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. Like Manny, if he were to meet a different mate, he would have been eaten after, you know. Yeah, he is lucky to be alive. <laughs> he kind of is. Uh, yeah, he could have been. I'd like to see Manny's story. Maybe he saw this and he was like, I- I'm out of here. I'm going to join the circus. I have passion integrity i want to live my life yeah that's manny's story how long do ants live not long not that long especially around little kids like not even a year who i don't know man i have no idea about some of these things i just have no clue we did a lot of research before it's hard to do research for these little questions yeah i mean most like, yeah, i didn't anticipate most that of question. the knowledge that i'm saying about <laughs> insects is what my public education gave me so that's about yeah. all I remember is whatever fifth grade class. And I didn't go this. to college. And so <laughs> no, I didn't learn about any of this in college. All I know is <laughs> squishing them. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, okay. So circus thing happens. Circus and thing. And then they find out that the circus performers, they leave, whatever. Everybody rejects flick. And then flick is on his way out with the circus folk. And, um, that grasshoppers come. Yeah, the grasshoppers come, and this is what I wanted to talk about, because the Bugs Life trailer was one of the coolest trailers ever. It had the We're Gonna Knock Them Deadline in it, but do you remember the song that plays uh, when they're at the beginning of the trailer for A Bug's Life? It was no. the, out here in the fields, oh, of the, course. the who. Yeah. I can't remember what that song's called, but, oh, man, draws you in. It sucks you in. But then there's this moment about halfway through the trailer where it starts showing the grasshoppers, and it shows those grasshoppers that are, like, cast in kind of the mist in the morning as they're walking oh, yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. And I remember being like, oh, man, that looks crazy and scary because I was 10 years old when this came out, so I was prime age for this I movie. was six. Yeah. Yeah, which you were, too. I mean, six years old was also good good time for this movie. I was pretty coherent. Yeah, but I, I definitely, I, like, understood the entire plot and was, like, yeah. in it, you know? Um, but I was excited for this, and that's that's a good moment in this movie because it sounds it sounds like a bunch of you know World War II bombers Hoo-da! coming in or something. Yeah. When the ants or when the grasshoppers show up, and then all of a sudden everything just cuts dead, right? And suddenly mm-hmm. they just kind of slowly walk through, and it's just like, oh my gosh, they're oh here, God. and it's worse than we yeah. thought. <laughs> it's oh terrifying. gosh, they're scary. I forgot how scary they are. <laughs> Yeah, I was reading something that there's like it's somewhat analogous to Apocalypse Now when he discovers um the society at the end anyway. That Yeah. Neither here nor there. Um <laughs> just a kids movie, dude. <laughs> yeah, just a kids movie, man. Don't look too far into it. But man, get him. He gets them, and then they freaking corral them in. Not no one ant will sleep until every scrap of food is collected on this island. Yeah. Ugh. Gosh, Hopper. I know. What a jerk. Hopper. Yeah. Um, and the blueberries get away. And the blueberries get away. What's their <laughs> little song? Or what's their little thing? Oh, I don't know. The blueberry 
Uh, Didn't you say something earlier? We are the blueberries, and we are Caffrey uh, Hemking. I was I was quoting that little girl like this something second grade class is proud to present or whatever they say. Oh, uh, okay, the I little got kids, it. Um, but the blueberries they're kind of like the you know Girl Scouts. So they get the to hiding. Kid Scouts, I guess. Yeah, they are, and they're in the little hole. And Dot goes and gets Flick. Yeah. Correct. Dot leaves yeah. to go get Flick, which is one of the most sentimental and incredible moments in the movie. Yeah, right? he's like I'm worthless. Yeah, he doesn't. He's given up on I'm himself because everybody else has given up on him, except for the circus bugs. They still believe in him, and yeah. Dot comes and gives him this speech. It's very nice, but he turns away, and he's not going to come back, regardless mm-hmm. if the circus bugs believe in him or not. And so, Dot runs off, and she grabs a rock and brings it back. Drops it yeah, in front of him. the seed. And goes, yeah. pretend it's a seed, okay? Oh, I love I know. that. I love he goes, that, man. He goes, thank you, Dot. Thank you, Dot. Let's work yeah. up a plan. And they have, they have, they concoct a plan from there. It's great, and it's man. That is great. such a good moment. It's such a good moment. But the finale of this movie is actually incredibly entertaining as well. Well, you got to wonder what Hopper was planning on. Oh, yeah, yeah he was going to kill the queen. He's going to kill the queen. Yeah, he's going to hang out, take a- Take all the food possible, and then he's going to squish the queen. And that's and that's what you know. Dot says pretty tight plan. I mean, that. no, well, that's the best move to make. You kill the queen, and then Ada has watched her mother be killed. Right? Then you have supreme dominance over this anthill, no matter what. Well, they're gonna, you know, they're the lasting impact of watching their monarch get squished by this grasshopper overlord is gonna go on for generations right imagine a human watching all this take place they're just like what are they doing i know there? there's probably a couple of kids just like what's going on <laughs> you know is that an animal cracker box it's like there's a bird the wheels there's like a bird that's constructed and just in this like little hole in this tree what the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> seriously man like yeah it's crazy if somebody were to stumble into like bug city they just have like there's like an ad for the Lion King on Broadway. What the heck is this? <laughs> but um, no, nah, man. But they they roll in with the circus, and I I love how the circus act actually goes over well with the grasshoppers. Like they're yeah. all in on it. You know, they're they're yeah. very much enjoying the show here, and uh, like hoppers like squish him, and then he sees the roly polyolies, as you stated. Uh, doing their thing and he's like oh this is actually pretty funny That's correct. so we'll do some entertainment here and it's a good bit man it's great and you get to and see they are funny yeah no they are and it's slim's jokes are going over well they take the queen they do the little put it in the box turn around the box spin around open up the box no queen yeah um i love and- i love that part though where he's like transformation transformation and you see the clouds kind of welling in and francis goes geez man he's getting pretty good <laughs> 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 good yeah good line and then they say then they see it's gonna rain um it's gonna ruin the bird but yeah the, i mean the queen kind of gets away right yeah so they they sneak her away outside of the box and that's when hopper gets really ticked and he's like you know where no is pun. she blah blah but i think at that point then they do launch the bird and so that yeah they're of, climbing up the wall yeah they've and been climbing they drop into the down wall. and that whole time the bird already should have gone but the two kids the the boulder stopped in its track. Yeah, they missed and didn't the boulder. The bird out, so then they got the boulder. Yeah, because the signal the signal was the butterfly butterfly flapping <laughs> her little wings. Yeah, 
We know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't you think um, that the butterfly and Heimlich would have more of a relationship? Yeah, I would suppose so. They're from the same species. Mm-hmm. She's just a little bit better. <laughs> I know. Uh, Heimlich yeah. is just... Uh, what have you been doing, He's bud? funny, but boy, oh, boy. Um, boy, oh, boy, buddy. Gotta get that yeah. appetite under control, pal. Um, but the bird scene is cool, and I love everybody running around with, like, berry juice on them and stuff and freaking out. Yeah. And Hopper's actually terrified, right? And then... Here comes our boy, yeah. P.T. Flea, to ruin yeah. it all. Ah! <laughs> yeah, he death, flaming death, and kills the freaking and he bird. Torches like, the bird. <laughs> it would have worked you out pretty it. well, you know. Yeah, it would have. But he was. At the end of the day, what actually happens is way better, right? That they yeah. are able to stand up against Hopper. So uh-huh. I mean, th- this is preferred to what the eventuality would have been yeah and most of the grasshoppers take off at a certain point right and so it's just hopper but he's like screw this i'm gonna go kill that flick guy and then it's like well so but what happens is that the bird goes down and then all the ants kind of stop what they're doing because they're like the jigs up and then hopper launches his like whole monologue and flick has his thing, right? And so there's that yep. whole moment where Hopper's like very angry and he's clearly going to I mean do you want it's my favorite line. Do you want to just do it? Since we're there? If I might, I will do the Hopper part because Flick's speech is okay. obviously my favorite Boys line. Do too. But I will do the Hopper line and I will let you okay. proceed with the Flick line. So what has I'm happened nervous. here is Hopper is giving his monologue as the entire ant colony is watching along with all of the grasshoppers. He says, quote, Let this be a lesson to all you ants. Ideas are very dangerous things. You are mindless, soil-shoving losers put on this earth to serve us. You're wrong, Hopper. Ants are not meant to serve grasshoppers. I've seen these ants do great things, and year after year they somehow manage to pick food for themselves and you. So, so, who is the weaker species? Ants don't serve grasshoppers. It's you who need us. We're a lot stronger than they say we are. And you know it. Don't you? <laughs> I kind of messed up the end there. But no, that's okay. We've said that, and you know it. Don't you? Don't you? <laughs> so many times, man. It's so good, though. I love that part, man. Me it's too. It's so good. But like, I had both chills of them. while I was saying it. That's both why I kind of screwed up near the end because I was <laughs> yeah, like yeah. getting too into it. Like, it's so funny though, because if somebody, if somebody were to ask me like my top five favorite movie speeches, this would be in contention. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> you no, know, it's like it's really well Independence done. Day, Gladiator, Braveheart, this. And uh, Paul Giamatti's Paul. Oh shoot, yeah, Miracle and and Paul Giamatti's speech in John Adams. Uh, But regardless, and Booby Miles' speech to the other running back during the game. Hands on the tips, roll with it. No, don't fight it. You got this. Don't fight it. You got this. Oh man, what a good. Gosh, Booby Miles. He does. I don't know if you haven't seen Friday Night Lights, that's the best scene. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, 
but that so he gives that speech and it's so amazing <laughs> and it's so epic and it's so awesome yeah. and all of the ants freaking link arms shum and it's just like oh gosh jigs up these ants know that they have us like they we are not going to be able to control them anymore and then they pretty much rush them and that scene's incredibly entertaining you have um, all those ants that have been learning acrobatics that attack in a funny way. You have sheds his skin. Molt, yep, he sheds his skin. That part's very funny. You also have Dot, who is being attacked by the really scary grasshopper who we haven't really mentioned yet. Yeah, he's just kind of like a zombie. I don't know, creation he thing. He looks like of, a zombie weird grasshopper, but either way, he's vicious and scary. Bones and of then, the father. <laughs> <laughs> willingly given. Um, but then they have the uh, dim pops up behind yeah. her and does the Tyrannosaurus Rex roar yeah. from Jurassic Park. And that is, I wish yeah, that I could yeah. go back and experience that in the, in the theater for the first Theaters. time. Because I bet that That'd that was cool. a pretty good reaction from the crowd. You know, like that, that was a cool, yeah. that was a cool, cool moment. But most of the, all the grasshoppers take off pretty quick. I mean, it's, then it's, just it's not even like it's a battle. It's more just no. the ants being like, no, we're done. And the grasshoppers being like, good point. Yeah, we're done too. <laughs> and <laughs> after watching ants, you kind of want to say a little, little something, something more, but it's okay. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that scene in ants. I might have to pop that up on YouTube when we're done with this podcast. Just to watch I know. Um, I'm in. But the... Uh, but Hopper stays behind and that's the moment in the movie where they're like to the cannon when in reality they're like rip his legs off let's everybody get a piece I know <laughs> yeah we're absolutely Please, carnivorous I'm things, hungry. so we would totally eat this grasshopper I'm working all day and that looks delicious <laughs> <laughs> and that would be I mean it's not like what happens to him is any better than that a little boysenberry sauce on Ooh, that baby Ooh, there you go. gosh Good hop. S and P. Yeah. Well, S and P down the hatch. Um, Bye. another great bit though is so. Oh yeah. So it rains and you hear. Also, when the rain starts falling, um, they make it sound like bombs dropping again. Like you know, it's not like bombs yeah. are only dropped in World War II, but it sounds yeah, like World but, War II footage or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I think that that was that was great. That was an excellent moment. But Hopper gets out of the cannon. Right. He shoots himself forward into Flick, snags him, and he's like. Regardless, I just lost, but I'm still going to kill this guy. And then all the bugs follow. Ladybug Uh, and Twig. I'm the only Twig with eyes. Yeah, when Francis loses Slim in the tree, that part is hilarious. I laughed out loud at that. I'm the only stick with eyeballs. Um, uh, The little, the roly-poly guys, they steal his antenna, which is very funny to me as well. Yeah. but then well, he gets I, away, I, and it's pretty much Princess Ada that is able to catch up, right? And then he steers him toward the bird, which is probably... The real bird. The real bird. Yeah. Hello, girl! <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Is this... Do you think that this is probably, like, top three most savage um, deaths? Savage. No, I don't know. Yeah. It, it is in toy movies, yeah. Not in real movies. No, no, no. But, I mean, but Dis- in, in Disney movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like 100%, Scar gets 100% eaten by is. hyenas. Uh, Clayton gets hung in Tarzan. Uh, doesn't like Ursula get impaled by something in Little Mermaid? I can't remember. I'm trying to think of like the worst deaths. This is up there. Him, like he gets picked up by a bird 
by his wing or something. And so he knows that... Does he, Gaston die in Beauty and the Beast? Gaston falls off. Falls. Yeah, he falls to his death, which, you know, yeah. that's not great. It's not that gruesome, it, though, but It's yeah. not quite as bad as this. Um, but yeah, he gets picked up by a bird and fed to the baby birds. Like, oh my gosh. He would have just been, would been devoured, dude. Yeah, well, I, after a certain point, we were talking about this the other day, uh, my boss and I, <laughs> funny, we were just talking about... Being eaten uh, by baby birds? <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, this is a topic that comes up often. No, um, we're talking about grizzly bear attacks. And uh, I feel like as soon as it happens, you'd probably lose everything. Adrenaline, I mean, you wouldn't... You'd black out for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you probably would go into shock pretty quick. The guy in the edge does not, <laughs> clearly, but... No, um, man, I mean, that's... He does not go into shock. Yeah. That dude that, I mean, well, God, I can't even... We don't need the guy now. Yeah. I pull up that scene probably weekly and show it to people. I don't know From why. From the edge? It's so messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. You know, there's that scene, did you ever see... I've, I know I've showed you this. Frozen, the... Not, oh not, yeah you made me watch that man you told me to watch that so i watched it by myself just like the whole movie something yeah oh man yeah absolutely terrifying the dude falls off the 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 chair the lift chair to try to get help or whatever He's yeah finally, the, like, the premise of the movie is that these people are stuck on a lift at a ski resort chair lift. over the, the weekend when it down gets closed and, they, and so they know they're going to be stuck there for i think it's actually during the week so they know they're going to be stuck there for five days and while it's nobody's freezing there. so they're going to either freeze to death or they have to get down and so this dude jumps off the chairlift breaks both his shins on the drop and then he gets eaten by wolves and it's just yeah, and his girlfriend's on the chair, and right before it happens, he's like, "Don't you let her look at this? Yeah, don't you let to her look? Buddy, and then just, don't let her look. Oh, this is his, gruesome, man. His, we should. I know. It's ne- <laughs> should we cut this? <laughs> no, it's fine. No. Let's just keep. No, on. but I mean, it's it's and one it of the cuts most the hand on the wire. Yeah. And all that. it's a horrifying, right. horrifying scene. Wolves but would not be fun if to you get think you can handle it. It is an interesting scene in a movie. So, um, but but I mean, would you rather be eaten by wolves or baby birds? I don't know. Same thing, kind of. Yeah. I mean, not the same thing, but Hopper's death is pretty. It's pretty rough. Pretty man. gruesome, it's pretty man. Rough. And I like it. Gets really dark for a second, and then it goes into like, absolute happiness. Everything is the best that it's ever been. It's just, you know, the guys are using Flick's invention. Uh, Flick and Ada are clearly a couple now. Uh, yeah, they're kind of holding the hands. You kind of have a little teary eye moment. You're like, all right. I think cool. Dot was flying a little bit, which is Dot's cool. Dot's flying around. Yeah, that's fun. And you know, everybody's going to. You got um, Molt is part of the circus crew now, and he gets shut yep. into the thing. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's all good, man. It's such a fun ending. It's so nice. Yeah, it's a great. Ada ending gets crowned queen. Queen, and that's fun. So queen it looks like Flick is king. I guess. I mean, I kind of, you know, I, I think it's probably just Queen Ant, but he is. Yeah, he is the uh, <laughs> he's the he's the leader, the mate of the Queen Ant. He's so the mate. He doesn't. The he does, probably doesn't actually have any real power, but no. Yeah. Oh, no, there is that. We didn't really mention um, Phyllis Diller, who plays the queen. She does have that. Hey, you can rub lotion on me later there. It's up the boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh, she's kind of funny. Hubba, hubba. Kinda, <laughs> uh, yeah. That part, that part always cracked me up. She's kind of smooth. Yeah. But great, man. It's a good ending. They all go flying Bugs off life, in the baby. sunset. And it's very effective and touching. And Heimlich turns into a butterfly and yells, I'll feed a sane as he's 
Bing. Our feet is Bing. Yeah, I'm a beautiful butterfly. Whatever. Um, it's, good. it's good. I like how the Pixar movies have the end as well. They always have the title, and then they always have, they have most of the time, at least I think. Well, I guess I'll watch all five of these and see if I'm wrong. But um, this one has the nice zoom out over Anne Island, and it just says the end. Did you watch like, the outtakes? No, actually, I forgot about that. Oh, the outtakes are the best, man. Are they really? Oh, it's so funny. They're so funny. They have like God, I they just forgot about those. They made outtakes for this movie. Like then you know, obviously none of it really happened, but they just like wrote stuff. There's like a scene where um I can't it's like one of the assistants to the queen. She's like standing next to a bunch of ants and she says something to one of them and she taps him on the shoulder and it falls over and it's just like a stand-in. You know, it's like clearly like a cardboard cutout. And she's oh, like yeah. she's like, Oh golly, I'm sorry, I thought he was real. Oh geez, put that thing in my car. <laughs> That's probably my favorite one, but they're all pretty funny. funny. So the outtakes are great. Um, Bugs Life, fantastic movie. Uh, let's talk about favorite scene and favorite character. Yeah, uh, we already did favorite yeah. line. Favorite line is clearly Flick's speech. Um, I would give you go favorite. You go favorite character. Uh, my favorite character. I'm picking two because. They kind of just go together. Oh um, yeah, because that's not. I'm going. That's in the rules. Francis and Slim. Those like those. Oh cool. The dual. I get that. Uh, that's understandable. Those two are great, and I love when they're joking around and they're flying around and stuff. It's so funny to me. Everything that yeah. they do, and I think that I mean, if I'm really giving it to somebody, it's probably David Hyde Pierce for Slim. I think that he's my MVP. But he's incredible. I like Dennis Leary as Francis as well. They're both. They're both Frazier. up there for me. Yeah. You know, I like Is a he lot in of Frazier and Cheers. Um, no, no. He's just in Fraser. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fraser Crane is a character in Cheers, but not David Hyde Pierce, yeah. his brother. All right. So there you go. Yeah. Those are my favorites. That's a good call. Really good call. And I'll give you the two on that. Yeah. Um, because of the, you know, if I'm picking um, one at Slim, so. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> my, uh, my favorite, <laughs> my As favorite you character. should be offended. <laughs> No, my favorite character is Hopper, and you know it, don't you? Don't you? Yeah, my favorite character is Hopper. Just the MVP. I, it was just the Kevin Spacey realization at the beginning, and from then on, I was just so clued in onto him. And like we already talked about, I think he's borderline one of the best villains they've ever had in a Pixar, you know, Disney movie. I, I think he's he's excellent. You know, he's definitely the best Pixar villain. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, probably not Disney. Yeah, I don't um, know about Disney, but I mean Scar is so many good villains. Freaking Mulan, man. Um Chon Lee. Name of the, yeah, Chon <laughs> No, it's not Chon Lee. Uh, Chon Lee. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I hate when you say Chon Lee because his freaking face immediately comes know. into my mind is kind of Chon Lee um, is the final adversary in the movie um Bloodsport. Blood yeah, John Claude Van Damme. Also a good movie. Um, good movie. Um, yeah, so Hopper, man. Uh, he's just great. We already talked about it. And my favorite scene, if I can just jump um, for, is the is the bar scene with Hopper and that speech he gives to all them. You know, I would say the ending and when, you know, but that's my favorite line, you know, later. But yeah, the, the bar scene where he does that to all them and kind of puts everybody in check, like, this isn't fun and games, guys, mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. So, Yeah. I you know that's a good call. It's that's definitely up there. 
kind of had trouble with mine. Um, I think that the introduction of all the circus bugs is my favorite scene from when they go to the circus up until PT gets burned. I think that that is the most entertaining part in the whole movie. And so that, that, that is my favorite scene. Like, yeah. I think that that is the funniest and the most entertaining part of the whole movie. So that's my favorite. Um, shout out to the bird scene, though, when they rescue Dot. Yeah. Like, that, that whole scene is incredibly uh, yeah. entertaining as well. So, yeah. No, boom. I mean, there you go. That's favorite scenes. So, um, I'm trying to think if I had any other questions to ask you before the final question. Let's ask it. Say it. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Um, Do you like this movie more watch than this, school, uh, bro? Yeah. Let's go rock. No, no, I don't. Yeah, School of Rock. I like Bugs Life a lot. I can't watch it as much as School of Rock. I love Jack Black so much. He's so funny. Just a talented, very funny guy. He's been doing like a YouTube series too, like extreme sports with Jack Black. Mm. But it's always just like him playing frisbee, <laughs> or like him just trying to like dunk a ball or something. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, yeah, School of Rock, no doubt. Yeah, me too. I would always prefer School of Rock. So, sorry, Bugs Life. It's good though. John Lasseter, good work. This is a great film. Good work on this. We one. have one really more. Good work. One more John Lasseter to talk about, and then we're moving on to Pete Doctor and Andrew Stanton. So can't wait. I know it's good stuff. Good stuff on the horizon. Very excited to talk about the others. Um, yeah, man. Where do you think that Jack Black could play in this though? Maybe as one of the circus bugs. I don't know if I'd replace Molt. Maybe I don't want to replace Molt. No, but I like Richard Kind. Um, Jack Black as the caterpillar might be kind of funny having his voice. Yeah, Joe Ranf does such a good job with that too. I mean, it's tough. You know, everybody's doing a really good job in this film. Everybody does a good You'd job. You almost have to just create another character for him to be. Could have been Mr. Yeah. Soil. <laughs> God, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. You probably have to create another character. He could be Flick. Just put Jack Black as Flick, see what happens. Not a bad idea. I mean, he probably could carry it. I bet he could. I bet Jack Black, yeah, he could carry it. A main character in a Pixar film. Easy. I would love to see it. Well, I mean, he's done Kung Fu Panda, which is kind of his animated mm. thing. No, I mean, I don't, I'm... The, to be honest, yeah. I haven't given Kung Fu Panda enough of a shot to even Me neither. know about we'll it. We'll give it a shot. Give Homak a shot. We probably should. It's Jack Black. So. I don't know. It is I've Jack seen Black. the first one, and I thought it was funny, but I just haven't really watched it too much more than that. So yeah. Anyway, boom. There you go. Bugs Life. We're moving on to uh, Toy Story 2. Excited Can't to talk wait. about it. Very no, funny. I'm really happy that we're doing this Pixar thing. It gives me a chance to go through and watch these movies again. It took me a lot of convincing, but I'm happy that we're doing it because it's all so fresh for me. I haven't seen Bugs Life and Forever, Finding Nemo and Forever, Toy Story 2, Forever, Monsters, Inc. Forever, I've seen Monsters University more recent than Monsters, Inc. So, um, yeah, man, good stuff. Uh, thank you to everybody that's listening to the podcast. I hope you guys are just as excited about this Pixar thing as we are. Um, please give us a follow on Instagram, Professor Jones Podcast, and please, please just uh, continue to share us around. Professor Jones, we're, we're uh, staying strong, staying steady. Please leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. That helps us enormously. And uh, hopefully we can get some T-shirts or something going soon. I don't know. I'm not going to set a date or anything like that. Um, but hopefully we can get some uh, Professor Jones stuff going on. I don't know. So we will keep you posted on all that. But... Uh, yeah. Good podcast, Davey. Well, thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, we'll be living our lives a quarter mile at a time. And you know it.
don't you? Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Ha, ha, ha.